final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Well, how about that? Winning is fun. BYU knocking off the four-seed LMU Lions by 10. In fact, it just uh, I just realized both BYU men and BYU women advancing to the semifinals with 10-point victories. Earlier today, it was the BYU women 66-56. And right now, BYU 73-63 on the men's side. Congratulations to the Cougars. They will have tomorrow off. Obviously, will not practice or play. And they will have a semifinal matchup Monday evening, 6 o'clock pregame coverage, Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Mountain Time tip against St. Mary's. It should be a good one from the Orleans Arena. What a fun game and a game in which BYU came out and really set the tone early. They had a early lead, and they were able to withstand some runs from LMU and in the end, the Cougars advance, which is exactly what you're looking to do this time of year. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. The game that will tip off next in Las Vegas is between the three-seed Santa Clara Broncos and the six-seed San Francisco Dons. That game should be getting underway in about 20 minutes. I'm sure Greg and Mark will update you on that one, seeing as how their portion of Cougar Post Game Live will be happening while that game is going on right in front of them. Also, fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at PapaJohns.com Monday, and you're going to receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location Monday only. All right, I mentioned it just a second ago, but earlier today, the fifth seed BYU women's basketball team advancing to face the number one seed Gonzaga Bulldogs on Monday in the semifinal with a 66-56 win over San Francisco. A fantastic game from Emma Calvert. 17 points. She led not just BYU but all scorers in this game. She was 5 of 7 from 3. She would actually foul out, not play the final four minutes. Nani Falatea also fouled out and missed the final four minutes. Falatea finished with 15 points. Ari Mackey williams 14 Lauren Gustin, 9 points and 27 rebounds. That is a new career high. That is also a West Coast Conference tournament high of 27 points. So congratulations to BYU Women's Basketball as they will advance on to a game on Monday. Earlier today on the women's side of the bracket, Pacific takes down San Diego. Another upset, 6 seed over the 3 seed, 71-57. Pacific gets the win. They advance to Monday and will face the number 2 seed, Portland Pilots, Monday evening. Local action tonight. Boise State on the road at Utah State. The Aggies hosting the Broncos. And the Aggies were victorious in Logan tonight. 86-73 was the final score. Utah across the Rockies in Boulder taking on Colorado. Colorado upsets Utah. 69-60 is the final score. Top 25 action. Only a couple of games, in fact, there were two games going on, and one, the last one, is about to go final. In fact, it looks like there are zeros on the scoreboard. Number 18, San Diego State is going to defeat Wyoming 67-60. 
to 50. And everything else now, a final in the top 25. Number two, Alabama loses to number 24, Texas A&M. The Aggies getting the six-point victory, 67 to 61. Speaking of upsets, and this was a trend today in the Big 12 Conference, ninth-ranked Texas taking down the third-ranked Jayhawks, 75 to 59. It was number four, UCLA, defeating eighth-ranked Arizona, 82-73. St. John's at number six, Marquette. Marquette getting the win by two, 96 to 94. Iowa State takes down number seven, Baylor, 73-58. West Virginia gets the win at home over number 11, K-State, 89-81. Auburn defeats 12th-ranked Tennessee, 79-70. Number 13, Virginia gets the 15-point win at home over Louisville, 75-60. 14th-ranked UConn winning at Villanova, 71-59. Number 16, Miami gets the win over 25th-ranked Pitt, 78 to 76. Xavier, 19th ranked in the country, gets the win over Butler, 78 to 66. Seton Hall defeats 20th ranked Providence, 82 to 58. That was a blowout over the 20th ranked Providence, Providence team. Now, number 22, TCU, taking on Oklahoma. The Sooners taking down the Horn Frogs, 74 to 60. And it was number 23, Kentucky, winning at Arkansas, 88 to 79. Coming up on the other side, we'll update you on uh, other action involving teams uh, on campus today. BYU baseball played today. You had uh, BYU softball in action and men's volleyball all in action today. We'll update you on all of those scores and if there's an opportunity to get you some uh, post-game press conference audio. In fact, we may have something. All right, there is an interview right now. So let's go ahead and uh, head down to Vegas and listen in uh, from the podium. Put on a show. Um, coach emphasized... You know, since yesterday, since we were playing these guys, you know, bringing a lot of fight. Because the first time we played them down in L.A., they kind of punked us. And then that second trip when they came up to the mountains in Provo, you know, we brought the fight. So we kind of tried to do that again, this time on a neutral floor. And I feel like we executed that well. Questions? You said uh, a couple weeks back in Provo, you said when we get to Vegas, we're going to be dangerous to people. We need to watch out for us. How do you feel that's worked out for you guys so far? Uh, I feel like I knew what I was talking about, you know. This is, you got to be good at the right time, and you know teams got to be their best in March, obviously. And uh, I feel like we're trending in the right direction in that regard. Mark, uh, for those of us who don't see you every game, I know that Rudy came off the bench for you for I believe virtually all of the conference, uh, and he's really good at times. Now you're starting him again. Tell us what, what went into your thoughts on that. Well, um, you know Rudy's. You know, we talk about this with our local media all the time. Uh, Rudy Williams is going to be a guy we talk about for the next 10 years at BYU as being the, one of the great teammates of all time. Um, the definition of making it about the team first. Um, he's an unbelievable leader, and um, so we made a, a switch uh, maybe 10 games into the season, uh, started bringing him off the bench. Um, and all he did was embrace that role and and become not just a great player off the bench, you know, legitimate argument for six men of the year in our conference, but also um, an unbelievably gracious and generous mentor to Dallin Hall, a freshman who took on a starting role. And the first, it was it was crazy because we made the change in the, the very first game. Um, 
uh, after you know that Rudy was coming off the bench, uh, we had our last little pregame speech. Ten minutes left. The guys are going back on the floor, and Rudy g- grabs Dallin and is like, "Okay, Dallin, I'm gonna be on the bench. I'm gonna watch this and this and this, and and uh, I'm gonna let you know what's happening, what what I'm seeing out there uh, from the bench, and that's the kind of relationship that they have. Um, and so, you know, I I do have this deep belief, deep deep belief that seniors are magic. Uh, we talk about that all the time. There is something about seniors. Senior years are really hard because uh, there's so much pressure and it's your last go around. But the seniors who have really put in the time and really battled, they break through that at some point and, and they just do things that are really special, like Rudy has done the last couple games and so many different times this season. He feels like he's been here for 10 years, too. <laughs> Look at him. He got, that's gray hair. Is that gray hair? I think it might be some gray hair. Not, it's covered yeah. by the headband. <laughs> um, we were just barely talking, and Rudy's like, hey, this is what veteran, veteran guys do. They make smart, decisive, like game-winning plays. And, I mean, Rudy's been in, you know, played college basketball for a couple of years, and he's a vet guy, and he knows how to play. He knows how to lead. So it, um, just huge for our team that with so many young guys, like what Coach was talking about, that you know you, you got to have dudes in there that are you know leaders for your team. Rudy's he does a great job on the floor. He does a great job off the floor. We're just, we're just fortunate to have him. Hmm. Coach, it seems like even when the Tiki gets a block, whether it's a goaltend or an actual block, it just gives you guys energy. How do you feel like you play with the minutes, knowing you guys with some foul yeah, I, well, you know, I, I told the guys we were in the uh, we were in the last media timeout, and I felt like the Tiki's eyes were rolling behind his head. He was so tired because uh, he had a hard job tonight. He spent a lot of time in a blue switch where he was isoing. He was iso guarding Cam Shelton, you know, one of the most explosive guards in our league, uh, and did an incredible job um, playing the most minutes that he's played so far. I thought he was outstanding, and you know he's an example of a guy who's a, you know um, getting towards the end of his sophomore year, and he has paid his dues for a long time, and he's he's coming every day with an incredible attitude, a ton of joy, a great work ethic, and then all of that work and preparation was for a night like tonight where he had to step up. Uh, he had a huge impact on the game. I thought it was fantastic. I'm super proud of him. Uh, yeah, I know that late in games, you know, guys try to take more risks and they try to make more plays on the ball, which means that the floor is more space and uh, they're more pressed upon me. And I believe that I can get by pretty much anybody that's in front of me. So uh, I know when the floor is space and guys aren't really hugging them much, I have an advantage late game. Except for me in practice. <laughs> Can't get by me. Yeah, these, dude, these guys do like the match of practice and go at it. Yeah. Look at that smile. You got a big, big time smile out of Rudy. Oh, super important. Um, I was talking with who was it? Might have been Tom Homo, and he was. Um, we were talking about 
how Portland had played a game, and then they got off to a really fast start against us. And it took us a second to kind of break off those cobwebs. And we're like, hey, with this LMU team, we played a game, so we're like, we're ready to go. And if we can get a lead on them, like, they're going to be in trouble, you know. So um, we were talking about that, and it was huge. You know, we I'm looking at the, the uh, um, paper here, and it says LMU led for 15 seconds. So I don't know if that's accurate to the second, but it was uh, it was huge for us. We just took control of it and, and never looked back. Sean? Um, I would just say, you know, they were timing threes, and they were pretty loud. We hit them at the right time. Like, I can recall one, we were in a little bit of a scoring drought, uh, you know, a little bit of minutes going through the second half, and I drove in the paint, and I was going to probably shoot a tougher shot, and then I seen Spencer at the last second, and he stuck that three, and um, that kind of got us going a little bit, got us some energy to go get a stop because we were giving up a lot of buckets to begin the second half, and uh, we were in a scoring drought. So, you know, they were just timing loud threes. Yeah. How about your boy also? Uh at the end of the first half, Dallin Hall making a couple tough ones. Yeah, yeah, he's done that a couple times this year. Just, I, I was on the bench, I swear, and I was like, he made it. So he's done that a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just say, you know, we kind of shrink the floor with them, and then make them make decisions that they don't want to make kind of limit keeping the ball out of guys' hands like uh, Aiden Mahaney, Logan Johnson. I do remember when they came up to Provo, we pressed them a little bit. That game we were shorthanded, uh, and we gave them a little bit of troubles like that. So, you know, I'm not the coach, but I do remember those things that, you know, have, we had some success with. We, he says that in jest. We do everything that Rudy says. <laughs> that is not true. Jeff? Rudy, uh, get back to the business of starting and not starting. Does it matter to you at all? Uh, to me personally, it really doesn't matter because, you know, I, I still know what I am to this team and what I have to do when I'm starting the game or when I come off the bench and come into the game. But, uh, you know, it just kind of shows that um, the relationship me and Coach Pope have, that, you know, we're versatile and we're flexible with it. Like, you know, he can start me, he can not start me. And, you know, there's no bad blood between us. And, you know, we're just, we have the same goal still to win the game. Rudy, when you're at BYU, you That's a whole lot of step backs. Um, no, I'm just joking. Uh, it just shows credit to, you know, the journey I've been on and, you know, how much I've had to work to, you know, even get up to this point right now in time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a cool nod, but right now I'm focused on winning. Any other questions? Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Um, people always say it's hard to beat a team three times. So uh, definitely we're going to take this uh, Sunday tomorrow to prep. And, I mean, we're going to come out and fight. And we're going to give them a game. Any last questions? Great. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Thanks, guys.
Post-game comments from head coach Mark Pope as well as Rudy Williams and Spencer Johnson. We'll take a break, come back. We'll have more Cougar post-game live. Brought to you by Big O Tires next. Cougars get the win, 73-63 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 73, LMU 63. Cougars advancing to the semis, and they will face St. Mary's Monday night. We'll have it for you right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Postgame Live, presented by Big O Tires. Earlier today at Miller Park, baseball going for the three-game sweep of Omaha at home. This one, though, however, went to the Mavericks. 16-4, Omaha defeating BYU. Cougars do win the series. They will play next in St. George against Utah Tech Tuesday night at 6. I'll have the call for you from St. George right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And speaking of St. George, softball taking on Idaho in southern Utah. They rally for a 4-3 victory. Congratulations to BYU softball. And men's volleyball falls at Grand Canyon Grand Canyon gets the win in five sets, 3-2. to two. All right, after the break, we'll get you back to the Orleans Arena for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. Your final score, 73-63. BYU moving on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bingo Tires Cougar Post Game Live rolls on from Las Vegas. You heard from BYU players and Coach Mark Pope a few moments ago in the press conference room. Coach Pope will rejoin us here courtside momentarily. Time for our Waystar Star of the Game in BYU 73-63 quarterfinal win over LMU. It's brought to you by Waystar. Simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. Last night, it's a freshman who's the Waystar Star of the Game. Tonight, it's a fifth-year senior. It's Rudy Williams. Rudy, 23 points. Two assists, two rebounds, steal in 28 minutes of play. Rudy, 11 for 12 at the free throw line. The excellent free throw shooting continues for the Cougars' senior point guard. He's the way star star of the game. Now for the New Skin Data Discovery of the Game, brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you see in the box score as a data discovery? I want to talk about two things. First, just to piggyback on Rudy Williams, he plays 27 minutes, 41 seconds, zero turnovers. Wow. Remember at the start of the season, he that. was a walking yep. turnover, and now he just is so in control of everything he's doing. It's great to see. The other guy I just want to mention, Jackson Robinson had a great tournament here so far. He was 5 for 10 uh, in, in this one, eight rebounds. He's, he's playing well. So some good numbers from those two guys, and no surprise BYU playing so well when you get production like that from those two. Mark Pope is coming up next on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU 73, LMU 63, our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Welcome back to the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, Nevada. BYU defeats LMU by a final score of 73-63. to And so for the ninth time in 12 WCC seasons, the Cougars are into the tournament final four, into the conference semifinals on Monday night against St. Mary's. The Cougars tournament run continues, and we are so glad to welcome to the headset and courtside here at Orleans Arena. Head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. Cougars victorious by 10 over LMU. Coach, congratulations to you and the boys. Another fun one here in Vegas. Yeah, man, I'm really happy for our guys. Um, it was, a, you know, the definition of a gritty win. If you look at our, if you look at our stat sheet, it's, you know, we, we, we only got up 42 uh, field goal attempts. Uh, and we did, we did make some shots from three, courtesy of Dallin Hall, some desperations, and then some really timely shots. Um, but we got out-rebounded, which doesn't happen very often by four. We gave up 15 offensive rebounds, turned the ball over 15 times and only have eight assists, and win the game going away because our guys were tough, man. They've been really tough the last 48 hours, and toughness can win sometimes in the postseason, and, and uh, I love it. I'm really, really proud of our guys. So it's up to me to point out you made some shots. Yes, we 52% did. 52% from the field, 47 from the arc, and 81% of your free throws. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I thought the guys did an unbelievable job. You know, we got stymied the second 10 minutes of the first half uh, just with their physicality, and it slowed us down, and we responded to the physicality by getting slower and and um, that was hard for us, but the guys kind of found themselves with some play calling. We found ourselves with some transition. Uh, the guys just hung on defensively uh, to do enough to win. I thought we had some incredible efforts. I thought Atiki was huh. was was incredible tonight with not a with not a huge stat line. I thought he was incredible. Coach, when I think back to the conference playing, you know, tournament playing days for me a long time ago, I just remember thinking how difficult it can be to play a team a third time and it's just a grind uh how did you get your guys ready for this did you make any adjustments with what you've done before how was the approach to this one yeah so you know we had we had tremendous success from game one to game two playing lmu we got blitzed down there in la and and it actually changed the trajectory of how we were coaching this team we changed some some really significant basic principles and then had great success the second time we saw him. And so this was like the, this was the rubber match, right? This was the this was the the, the payoff. And and uh, so uh, we kind of stayed focused on screening. We stayed focused on uh, sealing off two feet. We had really really limited success in the post, which was a little bit disappointing. But we had much better execution against their pressure, especially in the second half. Not just their full court pressure, but also uh, their pressure feel on ball screens, their pressure pressure feel extending the floor. So um, I, I thought, you know, it was a, it was an unbelievable challenge for both teams. They're a really veteran, really really physical team, and uh, our guys were up to the challenge tonight. It's, it's super happy day for the Cougs, man. A lot of numbers to look at. Uh, we gave uh, Rudy Williams our Waystar Star of the Game honor tonight. Since you put him back in the starting lineup, 17 points a game. 11 assists, one turnover over three games. Yeah, and I mean his numbers are actually his numbers are actually more impressive than that when you dig into them. So tonight, for example, he drew eight fouls 
and had zero personal fouls. You think about the impact of that right now for him to draw eight fouls. He drew three more fouls than any other player in the entire contest. And that is what you need from your point guard in a really uh, hotly contested game. And he's two assists, zero turnovers. You think about the Rudy Williams that we all knew and loved early in the season. And you think about what he's grown into. Like those numbers, you know, we just looked at his numbers the other night. And, and he's, he's, you know, he earned 16 free throws and had, I think, uh, another. He was 15 of 60 on that, on that one night. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but also uh, did that while having zero or two turnovers, right? And so it's when you put those numbers together that they're so staggeringly impressive. His decision-making was just off the charts tonight. His force was great. And down the stretch, you know, when you need someone to just make a couple plays down the stretch for you, he did that tonight. When things could have gone south on us, he stepped up and made good plays. I'm super happy for him, and he wants to keep playing badly, guys. He had an unbelievable senior moment at halftime yesterday where he gave the guys a little bit of a speech uh, that was super poignant, and um, he wants to keep playing, and this team wants to keep playing. Rudy made 11 of his 12 free throws tonight and is shooting in the mid-80s on the season from the stripe. That kind of reliability from BYU Super Senior at the point. We'll come back and take a break. We'll take a break, come back with Coach Mark Pope as we continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU 73, LMU 63, our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show continues. Brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today, BYU 73, LMU 63. First upset at the WCC Tournament men's draw. Five seed beats the four seed. Coach Pope with us. And uh, Coach, last night you won a game having played from behind almost all night. Tonight you win a game leading almost the entire way, but both situations present their own challenges. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and listen, uh, you know, there was a even though we led for the entire, I think we were, didn't lead for 15 seconds or so, but yeah. even though we led the entire game, there were tremendous ebbs and, and flows of the game. Uh, you know, uh, both team was going on runs. We just had built a little bit of a lead early and, and were able to sustain it. And there were there were different episodes of the game. Uh, you can break it down into really different series. It was a, a tremendous game. And Santa Clara is like we've talked. Uh, Santa Clara. <laughs> LMU is. We're is, watching Santa yeah, Clara right now. Yeah. LMU is a t- uh, uh, just a terrific veteran team led by a great player. And so that's what you'd expect from them. You'd expect a real fight. And we got it tonight. Coach, I loved how Jackson Robinson played tonight. He's had a great tournament. You mentioned no turnovers. He played the most minutes, 34 minutes, no turnovers yeah. for you. And he seems to be more aggressive, and he's just playing with a lot of confidence. Maybe just take a minute talk about what, what Jackson's doing out there on the floor for you in this tournament. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, you know, it's guys, <laughs> it's just like we've talked about this all year long. This has not been an easy season. But it is so inspiring to see these guys' growth. And right now, one of the things that we're seeing from Jax that's, that's a growing part of his game is his aggressiveness off the bounce. Um, he, he's been, you know, he's just getting more and more comfortable understanding how we play and where he can attack off the bounce. 
and he's made some spectacular plays in the last 48 hours doing that. Uh, I'm really proud of him, really proud of him protecting the ball, really proud of all the minutes that he logged. We were at uh, shoot-around this morning and just asked about his legs because he logged the most minutes last night, and he was like, Coach, I got young legs. I go all day. <laughs> and uh, so he certainly has been doing that. He's got tough defensive assignments. I thought he was really, really good defensively tonight. He's, uh, he's been terrific for us, and he's a huge part of why we're winning. You still want more. You want more games. But what is what is what's already transpired here in Las Vegas meant to you in relation to what your guys have been through this year and how they've kind of hit, you know, a, 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 an important part of the year in a really good place? Uh, well, listen, uh, we're this is about we've always said it like it's about winning and 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 so we're here to to win it. We get a chance. We get one more chance guaranteed on Monday to try and come win a game and. And that means a lot to this group. Uh, right now, they're just winning with a lot of guts. Uh, and so that's what we want. It's also super rewarding, and we've talked about this all year, as, as hard as the year has been at times, to just watch these really exciting trajectories of these guys. I mean, you think about what Richie did last night, and then tonight he probably had the most important play of the entire game to close out the end of the first half. We had this ridiculously uh, relentless effort-filled uh, uh, job um, to get us an extra possession, right? And um, to watch him grow. And, and then, you know, some of the shots that Dallin Hall hit, a couple of the shots he hit in the first half where we were stuck. And he just said, you know what? He's like, I got this. I'll just bail you out. Um, it's been really fun to watch. And Jax and Foose and the Tiki and Trey Stewart is getting us really important minutes in both these games. It's been really terrific to watch these young guys grow. And I also like the fact that last night, the most important player arguably is a first-year freshman. Tonight, yeah. it's a super senior. Yeah, and, and for sure. And, and um, you know, last night, the most important player was probably a super senior at halftime also. Um, with, the, the, you know, with what he said. Yeah, yeah, sometimes these voices are so important just to kind of keep guys dialed in and locked in. And... and um, Let's go, man. Like, hey, you know what? Here's the trick. You, you know, you, when you come to this tournament, you know that everybody has to do the same thing. Everybody has the same job where they were undefeated or whether they lost all their games. They have to win a game. They have to come in and win a game. And right now, we put our place in a situation where if we had won all our games in conference, we would be in exactly this spot. And so I'm super proud of that. I'm excited about these guys. And, and we want to go take another swing at it and see if we got out another game because because this group is so hungry right now and 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 they're they're feeling a way to win and it's just to be tough and gritty and together and so let's go we made it to monday let's make it to tuesday and monday is saint mary's and i'm sure guys are it's going to be about getting rest for those guys but what how do you approach saint mary's you played them twice now what, what's the approach for those guys I mean, they're so good. It's just so good. You know, they've beat us twice. Uh, they're so physical. They're so disciplined. This Logan Johnson has just been an incredible veteran star, and this Aiden McKinney has been an uh, uh, incredible young star, and they're surrounded by super, super seniors that have been in the program forever that are just like studs. And so is is a reason why they're the co-champs of the, of the regular season in this league. And, and uh, we got a, a, a just a – endless respect for what randy bennett and this this st mary's team does every year and especially what they've done this year and and we're excited to take another shot at them on monday i mean you can't ask for any more than that so let's go coach we'll let you and the boys rest up and get ready for what's next we will see you on monday thanks again okay thanks guys let's go. all right that is mark pope and we'll come back to wrap it up on the new skin byu sports network
listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Our final segment of tonight's BYU men's basketball broadcast just past the hour of 11 o'clock in the Mountain Time Zone, 10.02 here in Las Vegas, where Santa Clara and San Francisco play the second of two games in the nighttime men's session. Santa Clara 8, San Francisco 6, with 13.31 to play in the first half. In the earlier game, BYU the 5 seed defeating the 4 seed LMU 73-63, bringing us to tonight's Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game, brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Loyola Marymount is very three-point reliant. Uh, LMU, 28th nationally in percentage of points scored on threes. 52nd in three-point rate. That is three-pointers per field goal attempt. And 41st and three-point percentage. So it's a big part of their game. They do it very well. And BYU, in its two wins over LMU, went 18 for 37 from the three-point line. In the one loss, only two of 13 from the three-point line. So BYU is near 50% Mm. in an area that LMU relies on most to be successful. And and tonight, the Lions went only 7 for 27, 26% from the arc. And they outdid Portland last night in in threes, which is what Portland does. So if you you combine good three-point shooting uh, on this team with the way BYU plays defense, that's a tough combination. If you can keep that going into Monday night with St. Mary's, that that could be enough for BYU. And I guarantee that St. Mary's is not excited about that matchup. Uh, BYU's giving them all they can handle. I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun. It seems like BYU this year has played best in their biggest games, and the games just get bigger and bigger from here on out, Greg. Yeah. And so it's a great chance for BYU. BYU with the win tonight goes to 19-14, and 14, so a chance for another 20-win season comes up on Monday night against St. Mary's. BYU has been in WCC championship games before, but they've never had to win three games to get there. In fact, BYU's never won three games at the WCC tournament. They have a chance to do that on Monday, which would then get them into another title game. But, of course, they began this year in the second round, not in the quarters. But they've won 70% of their quarterfinal games here. Now 7-3 and three in the quarters. They're 50-50, 4-4 in the semis. And they get another crack at St. Mary's. A team they lost to twice, but could have beaten twice, Mark. Yeah, it came down to the last minute in both games and a last second shot at the Marriott Center. And so... I don't think BYU should be intimidated by St. Mary's. St. Mary's obviously very good, talented, well-coached, got some really good players, but BYU knows they can play with them. And and it's a, and, and this is a team, maybe the tournament playing all these games will help this team get more confident and feel more comfortable uh, and, and uh, be in the best p- possible position to play St. Mary's. Sometimes it's got four games, it's hard, but now BYU have a rest day tomorrow, which will really help them. And, and they're built to, to play a lot of games because they play so many guys. And something we've seen... In both games that BYU's played so far is this phenomenon. In the first game, BYU was the team playing its first game. Portland already played and won a game, and BYU started sluggishly. BYU came back to win. Tonight, it takes a half, Tonight, man. LMU was the it team does. playing its first game, and they started sluggishly, and they did not come back to win. Monday, St. Mary's will be the team playing its first game. They'll be off until Monday night. BYU will have played and won two games. So... You know, maybe we can see it uh, repeat itself and see the Cougars land some early blows against the Gales on Monday night. 
Yeah, I mean, all of it's kind of fun to talk about, but you just go out and play. And, and I, I, what I like about this team is they never give up. They play hard and uh, give themselves a chance. So I think it's going to be a fantastic game Monday. Come on down to Vegas if you can. Otherwise, you know, listen to us on the radio, watch it, whatever. BYU fans, this is a fun team. Get behind them, and uh, we'll see what we can do Monday night. Another cool thing about tournament time is the longer BYU goes and the more games they win, the crowds do get bigger, and yeah. fans do join the throng. And so we look forward to that being the case on Monday night. It will be a 6 o'clock Pacific time, 7 o'clock Mountain time tip. So we'll have a 6 o'clock Mountain time pregame for you, Jason and Mark, with the pregame. And then I'll be joining Mark for the call. On Monday night, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip mountain time for BYU and St. Mary's, the five seed and the one seed for a right to play for the WCC championship and an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. That's what BYU wants. If they don't get that, well, they're much closer than they were a few days ago to a spot in the NIT if that is the situation that presents itself. The Cougars making some noise at the right time of year. Let's wrap it up by thanking our crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson. Our studio producer, our coordinating producer, is Terry South. Our studio host was Jason Shepard. Our broadcast intern this week has been Caleb Hatch. We thank on the operations side, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill. And on the corporate sponsorship side, Casey Stauffer, BYU Associate AD for corporate sponsorships. Our appreciation to BYU's men's basketball communications director, Tyson Jex. And with thanks to Cody Feger for his pregame interview, Mark Pope for his postgame interview, and for my broadcast partner, Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel, saying our final score is BYU 73 and LMU 63 here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Back with you Monday night for BYU and St. Mary's. So, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Las Vegas. Listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorke, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.